0: This is episode 597 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life, so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article is American Freedom Under Siege. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, from time to time I get asked by listeners of the podcast and readers of Prepper Website how they can help support what I'm doing in the preparedness community. I don't have a Patreon or a donate button, but if you purchase from Amazon, you can support me by going through my link. Now it doesn't cost you anything extra and I get a small percentage Now, because I can't put a direct link to Amazon in my show notes, I will have a link to Prepper website that will take you to a page where you can go to Amazon through my link. Again, thanks so much for supporting Prepper website and the Prepper website podcast. So guys, welcome to another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. It's so good to be with you again. I always look forward on Sunday evenings when I record the podcast uh, to get it ready for you for the week. And uh, I just got to tell you, I'm very excited about what I see out there as far as people downloading and listening to the podcast. I'm very grateful and I love the words of encouragement that I get from email and uh, you know the reviews and things like that. Uh, if you do find value in the podcast and you've never reviewed it on iTunes or whichever podcast network you listen to, I'd really greatly appreciate it if you do that. It's just a a big blessing to me. And so uh, thank you so much. Hey, as we move forward here with this article from strategiclivingblog.com, it's my friend Gay Levy. I've had her on the podcast before. I've interviewed her before. I've read plenty of her articles from Strategic Living, but also from Uh, Back in the day, when she owned Backdoor Survival, and uh, she's she always comes up with great information, and she always has great insight. And I want to read this article that she entitled "Is American Freedom Under Siege?" And you know, if you stop to think a little bit about where we are, if you're doing any kind of reflection, you might start to ask yourself, "What the heck is going on in the world? What the heck is happening to my country?" And that is a very scary thought. You know, just this week, uh, actually, Gay put this out, I believe, on Friday. And then so on Saturday, or maybe Thursday. And then on on Saturday, we heard about, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein had, uh, quote, unquote, committed suicide, right? And the thing is that there's so many people out there like, yeah, right. Like, everybody was expecting it. I don't know if you were expecting it or not. I was expecting it, and I was just like, "Okay, there it is, right there." You know, so they got the sealed indictments out, and you know, names were out there, and things were going on, and people were like, "Okay, this is it, man. These people that are in power are gonna get it." You know, they always get around the law, and here we go. We're, you know, this is gonna happen. And then all of a sudden, you you hear that he committed suicide. Now, there's so many things out there. People are saying so many different things about this is, you know, there's no way it could have happened, this, that, and that, and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, come on. There's so many just red flags here. You know, so you have this thing where people are thinking, okay, maybe justice can be served to people who think that they are above the law. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of goes, you know, just kind of goes downhill. You know, I was reading somewhere that the criminal investigation against Jeffrey Epstein is, of course, it's going to be dropped. I mean, he's dead. Well, you know, what, you're going to go further with that. So all of that information, you know, it's probably going to wind up being buried. And so you have that. And then the other thing that really happened uh, that I saw a lot of this last week was talk about the red flag laws. Now, the thing is, is that a lot of the times, because of the mass shootings, right, that you have, and then all of a sudden you have people coming out, you they don't even, you know, mourn the people that, that lost their lives. I mean, it's none of that. It immediately happens where there's they start talking about gun control. But when you start talking about the red flag laws, you're hearing it from both sides of the aisle. It's not just, you know, one side, one political side that is talking about it. And if you're not familiar with red flag laws, let me just read for you here from wikipedia.org, uh, right? What the red flag laws mean. And I got to tell you, there's already states with red flag laws in place. So let me read this really quickly here. This is just the, the first paragraph from Wikipedia. In the United States, a red flag law is a politically divided gun control law that permits police or family members to petition a state court to order the temporary removal of firearms from a person who may present a danger to others or themselves without due process and facing their accusers in a court of law. A judge makes the determination to issue the order based on statements and actions made by the gun owner in question without any evidence of any crimes being committed nor standard court procedures how long the guns are taken away under these extreme risk protection orders that's quote unquote depends on the circumstances and can usually be extended only after another court hearing the orders also bar the person they cover from purchasing guns so you can imagine in the preparedness community people were talking about the red flag laws that you know even president trump had mentioned it you know we got to do something we got to do something out there and so th- this this you know this came out and people were talking about it and like wait a minute, At, you know you mean somebody can say hey I don't like this person over there I don't like the way that they're saying things the way that they're doing things uh, they you know they own guns so let me go ahead and report them that I think that they are a, a danger to themselves or to somebody else and can you imagine have you know going through the court system going through the court system right now is not it's not fast by any you know state of the imagination and can you imagine if it you know gets inundated with all these people who get visited you know knock on the door get visited and like hey we have a court order to take your guns because you there's a red flag law being you know put into effect here and you have a court date blah 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 so far into the future to come in front of the judge and to let them know, you know, hey, that you're not a risk or whatever. And so by that, you know, in, in that time frame, I mean, you're without your, your firearms to protect yourself. And can you see how crazy that is? And then if you get a judge who is not necessarily, you know, who, who feels like they're not interpreting the law like, you know, like the like judges should be, and instead they're legislating from the bench. Can you imagine what that looks like? And all they would have to say is like, no, we. I think you're a danger, right? And so maybe there's a little bit more to it. Maybe somebody with you know a law degree could, could give a little bit more insight to it. But for me, I, I don't ever want to go there. I don't ever want my state to go there. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it never does. Right now, the governor doesn't seem to be putting more restrictions on gun ownership. In fact, I think they're starting to uh, lessen them. And they're starting to, uh, you know, allow that there and which I think is, is important, you know, for people to be able to protect themselves. And, and, uh, yeah, sh- should, should there be some kind of checks there already are. I mean, there already are. When you go get a firearm, if you don't have a concealed carry or a license to carry, at least in the state of Texas, you go through a background check and they don't release the, the gun to you, the firearm to you, unless you pass that, that, uh, that background check. And so there, there are things in place. A lot of the times when things have gotten by, people have purchased guns that really shouldn't have been purchased I mean, there was red flags all over the place, not the red flag law, but the red flags. I was reading an article where, um, you know, there's a lot of things that were dropped by other people that, um, you know, like the school shooting that happened in Florida. And, you know, the school officials, they had known for a long time that this kid was unstable and they had been told about, uh, you know, this, this student. And in fact, when you read the account of him coming on to the school property, he wound up running into a couple of different adults that could have stopped him. I mean, he had the kid who shouldn't have been on campus who was walking in with a big old bag, like a baseball type, you know, bag, duffel bag, where, you know, you would have like a baseball bat or whatever, but you know, he had a gun inside of there and he could have been stopped. It's just people didn't do the right thing and they didn't stop him. They didn't question. They just went along with their day. And then, so this, this, this mass shooting happened. And then you have you know whack jobs that are that are going on all over the place that, that do things that shouldn't be doing, but do we I mean I just I'm getting I'm getting deep here and you know just just going on and rambling. But the fact is is that I, I want to come back to this thing where are you happy with where we are right now? Are you asking yourself, man, what is going on to the country that I grew up in, to the country that I that I know? you know, back in the day when I was a young person, people would say, oh, the 1950s, they were great. You know, you didn't have to lock your doors and everybody knew each other. And, and, you know, everybody was so kind and cordial and all that kind of stuff. And maybe, maybe not. I wasn't born in the 1950s. But nowadays people are like, man, I just want to go to 10 years ago. I just want to go back 10 years ago or 15 years ago. I don't want to go back to the 1950s. It's just so many things have changed so fast. And it's almost like unrecognizable. And, For those of us who are paying attention, I know that I'm talking to the choir here, but for those of us who are paying attention, it's kind of like, man, I mean, it's accelerating. It just seems like the craziness is accelerating. And sometimes it's very easy to just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to even pay attention anymore. I don't want to look into these kinds of things. But we need to. I mean, this is part of preparedness here because what happens on the national level, what happens in the world, affects us on the local level. So I think that this article by Gay is very important, very timely to get us thinking, kind of get us refocused here a little bit. There's not a lot of advice as far as, hey, what to do. I want to come uh, at the end of this article and just give a couple of ideas um, that I have and just kind of general ideas but I just want you to know, if, if you're feeling like, man, you know, stop the world. Let me get off. What in the world is going on? I mean, you know, you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there that feel like that right now. And it just feels like the world is crazy. There's so many things going on. I do want to mention uh, John Haller in the Prophecy Update. I talk about him a lot. And if you're a believer, you have the Prophecy Update. You have the Bible aspect there. But if you're not a believer, he talks a lot about a a lot of the things that are going on in the world right now. And so I think it would be very beneficial for you to hear about uh, all these different things, not just here in the United States, but what's going on all over the world. And yeah, he he has that same sentiment on what in the world is going on, and so I have linked to his video in the show notes so that you can go and you can click to it. It's a, again, it's on it's a video on YouTube. A lot of the times I don't watch the video; I just listen to it while I'm driving in the car or while I'm getting ready. And there's just a lot of great information if you are wanting to know, hey, really, how crazy is it out there? He talks a lot about what's going on in the world right now, but. Right now, let's go ahead and jump into this article by Gay Levy over at strategiclivingblog.com. Again, the title is, Is American Freedom Under Siege? So let's go ahead and start reading. As a point of reference, when I first started blogging in 2010, I had a lot of angst over the meltdown of certain financial institutions, unjustified taxpayer-funded government bailouts, the real or perceived violation of our Bill of Rights, and the forward march of socialism in the United States. The antidote for me was to embrace preparedness, learn situational awareness, and become a voice for others with similar concerns. Let us fast forward to today. The good news is that I am as prepared as I can be with an abundance of stored food, water, and supplies in two separate locations. After losing a good portion of my retirement funds in the 2009 meltdown, I have learned to live without many of the luxuries I formerly took for granted while still enjoying life. I was finally able to retire, and for all intents and purposes, and finding that social security and a modest annual dip into savings is keeping me afloat and then some. On the other hand, many of the topics I wrote about way back when are again bubbling to the surface. They are fueled by the additional dynamic that the internet has brought into play via Google, Facebook, Twitter, fake news, and censorship of the free press. Sadly, These influences and influencers are shaping the minds of young people who have grown up with technology and have no clue about the precious freedoms we oldsters have embraced since birth. Those same freedoms are rapidly being eroded and precious few of us seem to care. The bottom line is that we have become a society where being a victim and or being entitled is cause for celebration. And that is just plain wrong. So let me explain. In 2012, President Obama signed an executive order titled National Defense Resources Pre- Preparedness. At that time, there was a swell of controversy. For many of us, this was an ov- overt act signalizing militarization and the eventual socialization of our country. Others felt this was a ho-hum restatement of existing presidential controls. By now, you have surmised my thoughts on the matter. It was and is my opinion that Americans are under siege by our own government and by the mysterious and secretive powers that control our elected officials. More and more ordinary citizens are filled with angst as we witness the wholesale cannibalization of our freedom and of the Constitution. Now, so many years later, the fears we felt back in 2012 are being to materialize as we seem to be heading into a police state disguised as unbridled socialism. For the uninformed, in 2013, Wikipedia described a police state as follows. A police state is one in which the government exercises rigid and repressive controls over the social, economic, and political life of the population. A police state typically exhibits elements of totalitarianism and social control, and there is usually little or no distinction between the law and the exercise of political power by the executive. The inhabitants of a police state experience restrictions on their mobility and on their freedom to express or communicate political or other views which are subject to police monitoring or enforcement. Political controls may be exerted by means of a secret police force which operates outside the boundaries normally imposed by a constitutional state. I find it interesting that this definition has been removed, but then again, Wikipedia is not altogether reliable, given that anyone can edit a particular article at any point of time that being said, to my way of thinking, a police state occurs when the government takes over control of the country by restricting the freedoms of the population. Residents of a police state are required to obey the occupying authorities and may be punished for not doing so. All right, guys, a lot of the things here that are coming to my mind as I'm reading this are things that are happening in China. If you're not familiar with what's going on, everybody has a credit score over there. And so your credit score is... Is dependent upon, uh, you know, your social media's interaction and and what you know all those different kinds of things. Uh, how the government deems you, and so what happens is, if the government thinks that you're, you know, uh, a a person that they don't want to have any kind of influence, well, then you have a low credit score. And then they restrict you. So there was there's been interviews I know that I've linked to videos on prepper website where people are not they can't go outside of their city. They they're basically they're locked down. They can't take a train to another city because their credit score does not allow them. They don't have that access. Furthermore, you get you, you don't have access to get on the internet and different things like that, right? And then if your your friends have a higher credit score, if you they somehow i don't know how it works but if you are connected they wind up finding out you are connected to people that have a low credit score that could bring your credit score down lower so what winds, ha- winds up happening is people in china that have this low credit score that maybe they speak out against the government or whatever they wind up being isolated because people don't want to be friends with them because they don't want their credit score to be damaged and this is going on. I mean, you can go do a a search on this online and you will find a lot of information on that. And I know that I've shared a lot of this information on Prepper website as well. Then you have things like people getting in trouble in Europe for saying things online, for people saying things about maybe Islam or whatever. You know, there are people that have received knocks on the doors and police visits because they have posted something on social media that was, you know, that talked about Islam in a negative manner or they, you know, something along those lines. And they, they've, you know, they've been fined or maybe even put in jail. And so that's happening in other parts of the world right now this happened and we're not talking about third world countries we're talking about in the West stuff like this is happening in England right and and so you see this stuff happening and you gotta like what in the world is going on and you see this thing the stuff happening over there is like and you start to ask yourself can this stuff happen in our own nation the things that we see over there and maybe it is a sign of things to come and so right now all the angst and the things that we're feeling, Are you know brought on by some of the things that we're seeing in some of these other countries? All right, so let me go ahead and continue on here. Now, this includes the elimination of choice when it comes where and how their taxes are allocated, restriction of movement, and even restrictions to the extent that Americans can stockpile food, water, and the other necessities of life. They may be required to perform non-military government-mandated duties, serving at the pleasure of the chief executive the military, and the power elites. They may be detained indefinitely if considered a threat, rendering the protections of the Constitution null and void. Ultimately, their goods and their lives become the property of the government. This new reality means that we are surveilled by the electronic police state that uses digital technologies to record, organize, search, and distribute data about its citizens. And it's not only the government that is guilty. Alexa, Google, Siri, Skype, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and of course, you know, the big kahuna Google search are all spying on us 24 seven. The new reality is that nothing we do is private and we may be mostly powerless to do anything about it. Or so I believe as I don my tinfoil hat, I think about this daily as I try to separate fact from myth, reality from fantasy and conspiracy from paranoia. According to Merriam-Webster, liberty is the quality of state of being free, including the power to do as one pleases, freedom from physical restraint, freedom from arbitrary or despotic control, the positive enjoyment of various social, political, or economic rights and privileges, and the power of choice. As I have stated before, liberty as I see it is the right to govern oneself in accordance with our own free will and with full responsibility of our actions. Where things get dicey is when that free will is being eliminated by the unlawful use of our taxes to support congressional boondoggles, illegal activities, and the promotion of the aforementioned police state. Let us move on to the definition of democracy. Again, we go to Merriam-Webster. Quote, democracy is a government by the people, especially the rule of the majority a government in which the supreme power is vested in the people and exercised by them directly or indirectly through a system of representation, usually involving periodically held free elections, end quote. To summarize, in a democracy, all people have an equal say in the decision that affect their lives. It further says that the representatives of the people serve to ensure that our needs, our wishes, and our mandates are translated into law. Here's where things fall about. Currently, the major internet influencers I referenced above, Google, Facebook, Twitter, and the like, and the mainstream media are controlling the truth, using censorship to put out a message that suits the needs of the special interests that stand to gain. They are doing this in spite of rules, the laws, and the moral attitudes upon which our government was founded. Their doing so is eroding our freedom in an ugly and insidious manner. So going back to Merriam-Webster's socialism is defined as follows, quote, Any of various economic and political theories advocating collective or governmental ownership and administration of the means of production and distribution of goods, a system of society or group living in which there is no private property, a system or condition of society in which the means of production are owned and controlled by the state, a stage of society in Marxist theory transitional between capitalism and communism and distinguished by unequal distribution of goods and pay according to work done." Ultimately, to me, this says that socialism means that the wealth of a society is government-owned, government-controlled, and everyone else in the society will be hunky-dory because the government will give them everything they need. Because after all, individual rights and needs cannot be more important than the needs of the collective quote-unquote everyone. Change the words a bit and change the reference to government, to government and elites, and you can see why this is a concern. Moreover, this comes close to some other nasty political isms out there that are not too pleasant such as Marxism, Stalinism, and Communism. Nazi Germany, anyone? What is with the popularity of playing the victim card? As an American Jew, I know what it means to be a victim and I am not one of them. Furthermore, the United States of America is not a country of victims regardless of what politicians and celebrities tell you. Side note what in the heck gives a Hollywood celebrity credibility? Oh, I forgot. They are part of the power elite with, the, with their publicists, mansions, housekeepers, cooks, nannies, and drivers. Hardly what I would call the middle-class majority and with rare exception, no experience whatsoever in leadership and forward-thinking thoughts or opinions. It is unacceptable for a white American to apologize for being white, just as it is unacceptable for a native of Africa to apologize for being black. Likewise, individuals with yellow or brown skin need to offer up no apology for who they are. Is it unreasonable to expect that we all should be proud of our own unique heritage as we stand together in unity? We all want the same thing, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Can't we work together going forward without playing the blame game for what has happened in the past? I embrace and endorse building a better and stronger America together, and not an America filled with special interest, victimology based on color, religion, and sexual orientation. I also feel that we should do so within the confines of the law our constitution and the bill of rights. Now let me repeat six important words within the confines of the law. Somehow we seem to have lost the significance of those words in today's political climate and for that we should be embarrassed and ashamed. At this juncture I feel it is important that every single American refamiliarize themselves with the bill of rights. The bill of rights was ratified by Congress on December 15th, 1791 and comprises the first 10 amendments to our constitution. Here they are in plain English. The first amendment says the Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. The second amendment says the people have the right to keep and bear arms. The third amendment says soldiers may not be quartered in our homes without the consent of the owners. The fourth amendment says the people have the right to be secure against unreasonable searches and seizures. The Fifth Amendment says that private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. The Sixth Amendment says that in criminal prosecutions, the person accused is guaranteed a right to trial by jury. The Seventh Amendment guarantees the right to a jury trial in civil cases where the controversy shall exceed $20. The Eighth Amendment prohibits cruel and unusual punishments. The Ninth Amendment says that The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. The 10th Amendment says that the powers not delegated to the federal government are reserved to the states or to the people. To summarize, the Bill of Rights serves to define and limit the powers of the government and to furthermore remind government officials that they serve the citizens and not the other way around. As I wrote over on Backdoor Survival, quote, Violations to the first ten amendments to our Constitution run rampant and are likely to escalate. Don't get me wrong. This is not partisan or political. It is a simply a fact that for the last twelve years, officials of our government have abused their powers and our rights without recourse, punishment, or remedial action. Some might say that they have broken the law and are criminals. Citizens no longer know who to trust or who to believe. And many who prefer to know nothing or not care go blindly about their daily life, Abiding by the newfound rules, not realizing that inch by inch, day by day, their rights are being set aside in favor of, dare I say, a socialist dictatorship. Our constitutional rights include the freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion, the right to trial by jury, protection against unreasonable search and seizure, and the right to bear arms, among other things. Looking at this list and the state of our union, it appears to me that our republic is in a state of crisis. The delegates, that gathered in 1787 to form a new government, agreed that this new government would be a republic. That said, a republic is a type of government in which the people elect representatives to run the country. The preamble of the Constitution states, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Do the Bill of Rights as the first ten amendments to the Constitution list our country's most important rights and freedom? Although we can and should continue to define the execution and interpretation of each of these ten amendments, let us not forget about these rights and freedoms. We need to shout aloud no to those that try to take them away. You can download a free version of the United States Con- Constitution, Bill of Rights, and other founding documents, documents here. So there is a link to billofrightsinstitute.org. Now, giving advice is a dangerous path to follow because everyone's situation is unique. Still, it is important that I remind you to avoid becoming overwhelmed by disturbing news you may read online, but don't ignore it either. Everyone these days has an agenda, so try to align yourself with the truth by embracing news and opinion pieces from multiple resources, including blogs and the so called alternative news outlets. Here are a few sites that I follow on a regular basis the Organic Prepper, Urban Survival Prepper website, the Economic Collapse blog, and Backdoor Survival, especially articles written by Samantha Biggers. There are many others that you may find more suited to your lifestyle and temperament. Take the time to find them, and in doing so, remember that you are not alone in your thoughts and that you must hang in there, mentally and preparedness-wise, to ensure your safety and long-term survival during these uncertain times. People close to me know that I am filled with angst. What they do not know is that my angst is related to my fear that the country I love is headed down a track of self-destruction, perhaps not in my time, but soon enough. Upon reflection, I now realize that I have wrongly channeled that angst into a blanket dissatisfaction with my decision to retire to Arizona. Couple that angst with pressure to conform to a retirement lifestyle filled with social events I could give a hoot about, and I have become sad if not mildly depressed. On the positive side though, I have started to ignore those pressures and more actively pursue my new deadline-free life puttying around the house, making soaps and salves, reading, cooking, listening to audiobooks, and of course, adult coloring. Ignoring the pressure of well-meaning but annoying peers is another type of freedom we all need to embrace. In closing, I just want to say that in spite of all this angst, I'm able to get good night's sleep thanks to bedtime use of both CBD oil and my dream salve. Without good sleep and a supportive husband, I would be a basket case. Yours for joyful life, gay. All right, so guys, let me go ahead and and come back here and like I said, you know, gay laid it all out here as far as where she was coming from and I think if if you are like me and like there's so many people out there you're feeling the same thing, you're like again, what in the heck is going on and there's so many things that are up in the air right now, so many balls that are up in the air. Uh, not to mention, I mean, like I said, I talked about the the Epstein thing, you know, red f- uh, flag laws. We have the economy that hasn't been doing very good. Uh, silver, if you haven't been paying attention to that, is higher than it has been in a year. Uh, it, you know where it's at right now. It has moved more like in two weeks, and it has in in almost the the whole year. You know, from the beginning of January. And so you have all this stuff. You have you know things that are going on all over the world. Like I said, uh, you know Iran with the Straits of Hormuz. Uh, you know the, Iran is really going unchecked for a lot of the for, uh, a lot of the things that are that they are doing. And you have India and Pakistan starting to to kick off. And you have all these things on top of looking at our you know country and where we are and and how crazy it can be. You know, just before I got on to start recording, I saw you know one of my I jumped on Facebook for just a little bit, and I saw one of my cousins was at a mall, and she they were pulling in, and people were running out because they thought that it was an active shooter. People said it's an active shooter, and I saw this other video people that you know people running out, uh, and it turned out that some some ding dong kid lit fireworks inside of the mall, right, and people thought it was an active shooter. But it's it's pretty crazy that we live in this world now where that could be the case. Where you can go to the mall, you can go to the store, you go to Walmart, right? And you can you can find, uh, you know, you you find that that could be your last day, right? Because some crazy nut job is there wanting to do damage, and it's not because of a you know a firearm. They could be using a knife. I mean, London has so many knife uh murders you're not even hearing about those things right now and you know they've removed guns from from uh you know from the from the scene but now people are using knives and then you can if someone wants to do harm they're going to do harm no matter what someone is unstable they're going to do harm no matter what kind of weapon that they have and so we need to be aware and we live in this life right now you know we live in this world right now and so what can we do? What is What do we do here? Let me leave you with this. And it's very hard for me to, to even say this and to, to bring this question up right here uh, because I have grown up in this world that I, I've grown up in this nation, let me say that. And I love this nation. I care about this nation. You know, my dad was a Vietnam War vet. He was always, you know, he was always a strong uh, patriot. My grandfather was in World War II, although he didn't see a lot of action and you know all my all my uncles were in the military I mean you have you have all this kind of stuff going on so I grew up in this family that you know we love this country and I'm not saying I'm not patriotic I'm not saying I don't love this country I'm saying I don't love the people that are running the country I'm saying I don't like where the people that are where the country is going because of the people that are running it. And so it's very hard for me to say something like this because of the way that I was brought up. But let me let me bring this up to you, this this question here. Here it goes. Do you believe that government will do the right thing? Now that's hard. That's a hard question to to verbalize it's hard to think like that that this government that this you know that this country that is run by this government again let me let me let me specify that i'm not trying to be unpatriotic but do you believe that government will do the right thing and right now i've got to say i don't think so i'm not i'm not confident you know, maybe back in the day, maybe that there was men who were, you know, who were elected to go to Washington and to go to, you know, our our, our state and uh, to to make laws and to do that kind of represent us. And they did the right thing and you could count on them. and And maybe back in the day that was the case. But today, do you believe that government will do the right thing? And you just look at what's going on. And so the answer to that is we prepare. The answer to that is preparedness, it's self reliance. Let me say that self reliance. You rely on your ability to and your responsibility to take care of yourself and your family. And that's why we prep. And that's, that's why we do what we do. That's why this, you know, Prepper website is there. That's why uh, the Prepper website podcast is here. And there's so many other people talking about the same thing is we talk about self-reliance because we know that when it boils down to it, we don't want to count on anybody else. We don't want to look towards anybody else to be there. We want to make sure that we can control the safety and security of of our family we want to make sure that we have food we want to make sure that we have water we want to make sure that we have the supplies that we need and that we're able to make the decisions to best help our family that's what it's about and so we believe in this self-reliance we believe in preparedness we believe in being prepared and paying attention to what's going on in our world and making those adjustments of what's happening. That's why it's so important to not put your head in the sand and say, I'm not paying attention to all that. I'm just gonna go do my thing. You gotta pay attention because it does affect you. Don't let it cause fear in the fact that you put your, you know, you put your head in, in the sand and you just leave it there because you're scared, but ca- let it cause you to be motivated to have a plan put in place and have your preparedness put in place and to take responsibility for you and for your family. And so that, that is the key right there where we're looking at all of this stuff that's going on in the world. And we're looking at this craziness that is happening is that you need to take responsibility. You are responsible. And so you need to make sure that you're doing right thing because you can't always count on other people and on government and other organizations to do the right thing. The other side of that is not only just being self-reliant, but getting the word of self-reliance out there. And so one of the things that might come up here is as you start talking to other people, as other people start talking about the craziness that's in this world right now, the craziness that we see all around us, that will come up, right? Uh, You just because of the news, because of things that are going on, as people start verbalizing the same kind of angst that we're talking about here in this podcast, the same kind of angst that you feel like, man, what in the world is going on with this world? Then that is your opportunity to bring up self-reliance. That is your opportunity to build up, hey, you know what? And, and you don't have to go the whole prepper route. The whole, You don't have to do the whole doomsday prepper thing. You can just talk about being responsible. You can just talk about, hey, you know what? Yeah, you need to be responsible. Yeah, the world is crazy. The things out there, there's all different kinds of things that are, that are out there. We need to be responsible. And you, we can start talking more and more about responsibility. And what that means and how we handle handle that and and we can share the the message of self-reliance in that way and hopefully win over a few people hopefully win over people that we care about that we that we work with that we you know that are in our families that are our neighbors that people that we run into on a regular basis maybe you know their friends you know are your kids are are friends and you you know them you know because of school or whatever it might be but you're able to win people over and like you know what we got to be a little bit more responsible we got to pay attention to what's going on there and and think about how what you know government officials are doing and what you know the economy is doing and what you know food is you know food uh shortages might wind up meaning for us we need to take responsibility of that now when we can so when things get harder then we are already ahead of the game and so that's where that's where i want to leave it with you today on this on this podcast for this week and uh i'm feeling very somber sometimes if I allow myself, I can be disheartened because of all the craziness that's going on. Now my faith doesn't allow me to, to stay there very long because I, I very quickly transition to you know realizing that this world is not all there is. Yes, I, I'm responsible, I'm self-reliant, all that good stuff. but I understand that for me because I believe uh, in Jesus that this world is temporary. And so it's very easy, like Gay was talking about here, that it's very easy to get depressed and very easy to get saddened by everything that you, that you see there. But the, the self-reliance aspect of it helps you to realize that you got a plan in place. And then for those of us who are believers, realizing that this, this life is temporary and you know, what, what we experience here is just a flash in the pan of eternity, right? Right and so I don't mean to start preaching to you, and and I very easily could, but I'm going to go ahead and end it there, because there is still a lot of hope out there, there's still a lot of being able to uh, realize that you can make a difference in the life of your family, in your life, and in your family's life, and you have that ability to do that right now, right now, there's still opportunity to prepare, there's still opportunity to be self-reliant, and you can do it there. So you have pl- you have places like Prepper website and the podcast and many other places out there, many other websites that are helping you to be self- more self-reliant, giving you those articles and that information so that you can start making a move on that and to be more self-reliant. All right, guys, like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes and you can go check it out. You can continue the conversation. There are some comments here. Uh, at uh, gays website strategiclivingblog.com and uh, you can go leave a message there you can also come over to episode 597 leave a message for me as well and uh, share maybe some of the thoughts and ideas that you have maybe you are feeling some of the same things that i'm feeling you're feeling a little disheartened you're feeling a little overwhelmed with everything that's going on and maybe you're the opposite side maybe you feel a lot of hope Maybe you're feeling, hey, this is our greatest time to shine right now. And that would be great. Come share that with me over on episode 597. And so uh, that would I would love for you to do that. And uh, don't forget John Haller's video that I'm going to link, as, as well as all the other links that I provide for you in the show notes every single episode. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 597. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. Hey, and don't forget to connect with me. You can come over to PrepperWebsite.com and I I link to somewhere between 8 to 12 articles every single day of great preparedness content. We also have other pages that are dedicated to specific topics like alternative news, firearms, DIY, frugal living, you know, all that good stuff. And then as well, you can connect with me, you know, through email. And, uh, you know, I'd love for you to join the email list. I always share things there first before I share it anywhere else. And so I'd love for you to join the email list. I have a link in the show notes so that you can join the Prepper website email list. And so with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.